fiction. Fountains open deep and wide through the floodgates of God's mercy. Flow the vast and gracious tide. Grace and love like mighty rivers poured in and from above. And heaven's peace and perfect justice kiss the guilty world in Hello, hello. Welcome to Mercy Poured Forth. My name is Shell Wagner. I'm so glad you came to join me today. I'm pre-recording this on September 25th of 2022 for my Mercy Poured Forth session that'll take place this Tuesday, uh, September 27th of 2022. So my, my thoughts have really been on the book of Joshua, the promised land, and taking the land. And I just bought a new book recently. I did a, a reports from under the desk that was released uh, on, on Monday, yesterday, to um, introduce this book that I'm very impressed with. It's called Joshua, the Living Word in 3D, because it really goes into the pictographs out of the word of, of Josh, out of the book of Joshua. So I just wanted to share one story out of this. This is one of my favorite Bible characters of all times. Um, I love his story. His name is Caleb. And he was one of the two spies that went into the land and came back with a good report, right? And he was faithful and he believed and he got to, uh, he was, he didn't have to perish during that 40 years when the rest of them, um, those of his generation perished, but he was allowed to live and actually go into the promised land because he had faith. And so, um, chapter 18 of this book deals with his name and the mystery that's in his name. And I found it really interesting because I've always thought that was really frustrating to me when I would read the word Caleb and everybody goes, well, it just means dog right? Well, I guess so if all we're going by is Strong's and, and the word um, that way. But when we look at it, and, and I find it interesting being a dog owner myself and having a lovely, lovely hundred pound lap dog, you know, <laughs> that um, she loves me with everything within her being. I mean, if I've gone away for a trip and she's, um, it's, it's been a few days since she's seen me. I mean, literally she cries when she sees me. She, she overwhelms me with her love. She just, just goes ballistic to see me. And, you know, that, that makes me feel really good to be loved that well. <laughs> so anyway, I wanted to share this, um, it's chapter 18. It's called The Mystery in the Name Caleb. And Caleb is spelled with a cough, a lamed, and a bet. Let me just show you a picture of just that part right here. See it? The cough, the lamed, and the bet in the pictograph right there. Okay. So looking at that, I'm going to read to you this chapter. It says, you've probably read that Caleb was a great warrior who was this man and what was the source of his greatness? What does his Hebrew name mean? What can we discover in the letters themselves? Sorry, I have an interruption. 
somebody drove down the driveway and the dog doesn't like that. So what does this Hebrew name mean? What can we discover in the letters themselves that would tell us more about him? Will something in his name point to Messiah? You're about to find out. Caleb first appears in the Torah in the book of Numbers, where he's one of the 12 warriors sent by Moses to spy and search throughout the land promised to the nation of Israel in their father, Abraham. He returned after a 40-day investigation and was one of only two spies who demonstrated faith in the promise of God and was willing to give a good report. In the book of Numbers, chapter 13, verse 30, he gave his assessment. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. This is what makes me fall in love with Caleb. He sees all the obstacles, all the giants, and it does not faze him. He's like, nope, let's do what Yahweh said. Let's go take that land. He gave it to us and we are well able to do it. So 10 of the spies disagreed because they had found giants, the children of Anak dwelling there. What was it about Caleb that led him to trust in the promise of victory at the hand of Yahweh when others doubted? The first clue is found in the conventional meaning of his name. Caleb is a compound word that is made up of two words. The Kaf and the Lamed means all. Now, I went ahead and looked this up in the Strongs and Brown Driver Briggs, and it is H3611. And um, I'm sorry, Kaf Lamed is H3606 and means all or whole, you know, the complete thing. And I, I verified that because that's what they're talking about in the book. So he's saying, you know, remember that we're reading the Hebrew from right to left. And he gives a little picture of that with the Koth and the Lamed. And then adding to that the Lamed and the Bet for heart, because Leb is the word for heart. So very interesting when you put it all together. It's he's saying Caleb was wholehearted in all that he did, right? He was wholehearted toward Jawah. And I guess that was the message I wanted to really clue in on for Mercy Poured Forth today. As, as we go through the feast, let's concentrate on how we can follow Caleb's example. Because there's a lot of giants that we're having to deal with right now. There's a lot of oppression. There's a lot of trouble. But let's model ourselves and not be um, not have a bad report like the other 10 spies, not, not being afraid and cowering or thinking that we can't do this, but following Caleb's example and saying we are well able to do anything that Yah puts on our plate. To me, that's the most important message of this whole thing. We are well able. And if we'll just follow Yah with our whole heart and be wholehearted like Caleb was, well, then we'll have success and we can do this. Okay, I'm going to finish reading the little chapter on this. Okay, so this is just what we find in the ancient prophetic text in the book of Joshua as Caleb finally gets a chance to claim his inheritance in the promised land 45 years later. So yeah, they've, they've wandered the desert for 40 years and then five years they fought the giants. Now he gets to enjoy the fruit of his labors. 
In chapter 14, um, verse 7, Caleb states, and this is out of the book of Joshua. So Joshua 14, 7. 40 years old was I when Moses, the servant of, of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to espy out the land. And I brought him word again as it was in mine heart. There is that whole heart for Yahweh that his name implies that led to his good report. This is just the person Yahweh is seeking. Ezra the scribe wrote in 2 Chronicles chapter 16, 9, for the eyes of Yahweh run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. You know, that is one of my favorite verses of all time. I've done uh, artwork on that verse. I, I think about that verse. I've written it out. I've posted it up. That's what I do when I really want to get something deep in my own Ruach is I, you know, I draw it, I write it. I, I, I do things to constantly meditate on it, you know, to, to put it in front of me so that I have to think about it and say, am I one of those people that, that is wholehearted towards him? Are, are Yah's eyes going to find me as he's looking throughout the whole earth to see a heart that is perfect towards him? You know, and, and I have to look at that because in my humanity, I'm never going to be perfect, but it doesn't mean that my heart can't be perfect towards him. You know, my behavior may not always line up. There may be mistakes that I make. I, you know, that's going to happen in my humanity, but it doesn't take away from my heart condition of putting my heart totally towards him with, with having a heart that really truly wants to please him, even though it's assured, assured that I will fail in that endeavor, because we're all going to fail in that endeavor. But the fact that I want to, you know, this is one of his big promises. He had, you know, his people, uh, Yasharel, and he had a people that were honoring him out of a rote system, right? It wasn't, he said that their hearts were like stone. This is what he, when he talked about the people of old and, and then he divorced them, right? Every branch of that tree was broken off. There is no way to become part of that tree without being grafted back in. And that only happens through the belief in Mashiach, whom he sent for us, right? Everybody, every branch was broken off. And so it's those hearts that are his that are being grafted back into that tree to be that olive tree, right? And so we want to make sure that our hearts are perfect towards him. All right, back to the story out of the book. All right, what mystery is hidden in the letters Kof Lamed Bet? Okay, the letters in the name of Caleb that we can discover that would teach us more about this unusual man of faith, the cough. The cough is a picture of the palm of the hand, right? It holds it up kind of like that um, and can mean to cover, to open or to allow. The lamed is just like a shepherd's hook. It looks like something's going to be caught. So lamed is a picture of the shepherd's staff and means to have authority or control. This is how the shepherds controlled their sheep. Get them back in line, right? Don't let them wander off the path like 
because that's what sheep do. They want, they like to wander away. Bait. And it's very interesting because it, it comes down, it comes over, it comes up, it comes around and then comes over on the other side. Let me see if I can show you a, I don't have a good picture in front of me. Sorry about that. But anyway, it looks like I can show you out of the book. See it right there next to the tent, the bet. Okay. So it's like you've got an entrance way into the tent and then there's a wall that separates the inside of the tent, right? There's an entrance way and a wall, and then you have to go around the wall to get to the very heart of the tent or the inside of the tent. Okay. So bet is the picture of a floor plan of the tent and it means the house the family the dwelling place and can refer also to the son of god okay so this is the word this is what the word caleb looks like in the pictures represented by the ancient hebrew letters and these three letters the pictures are easily discerned the kof the lamed the bet right it's very easy to see and this is what I love about the pictograph language. It is very easy to see because when you look at it and here I'm reading from the book again, the modern Hebrew block script is as follows with some imagination. The pictures may still be found here, but it's not like the ancient script, which is much more obvious. And so you can see that here it is in the modern, right? You've got the bet, the lamed, the cough. And then down here, we've got the bet, the lamed, the cough. And, and it is much easier to see as comparative. Okay, so the first mystery revealed in the pictographs in the name Caleb is that he is one who allows himself to be covered by the authority of the Son of God. He chooses to be in the tent, to be part of the family of Yahweh. How hard is that? Well, it's not that hard if you have a heart wholly given to Yahweh. It's no wonder that the blessing of Yahweh is on him. And at 85 years of age, Caleb is still a strong warrior. And Joshua chapter 14, 10, and uh, I'm sorry, in Joshua chapter 14, verses 10 and 11, Caleb says, and now behold, Yahweh hath kept me alive, as he said these forty and five years, even since Yahweh spake this word unto Moshe, while the children of Yashorel wandered in the wilderness. And now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. And so what does that mean when it means he's 85 years old? And yet I am as strong as this day as I was in the day that Moshe sent me, as my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war, both to go out and to come in. Can you imagine that being at 85 years old and you're just uh, totally this confident warrior, just as strong as you were when you were in your 40s? That's amazing. I, I just can't even imagine that. We don't get to see that in this day and age, um, but we live in a very, very polluted world. And it is hard to maintain that type of strength in the midst of uh, air pollution and water pollution and food pollution and all kinds of things, right? So what did Caleb receive for his portion of the inheritance promised to the Israelites in Canaan? Verse 14 of the same chapter tells us, Hebron. Hebron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Yephunah, the uh, Kenizzite unto this day, because 
that he wholly followed uh, Yahweh, the Elohim of Yasharel. So, I mean, right there, we see that what was he was wholehearted. He wholly followed, right? He didn't doubt. He didn't fall into fear. He was a true blue warrior, right? Okay, reading again from the book. Who did Caleb wholly follow? He followed Yahweh Elohim, uh, the Lord God, who we think of as the self-existent one, who is the strong one or the creator. But there is much more to the word Elohim than just being um, Aleph Lamed Hey, the strong one or the creator. The first three letters in Elohim, Aleph Lamed Hey, can come from the root verb Allah, for this word, which means literally to swear or curse. Elohim is the one who swears or makes oaths or covenants with his people. Caleb was blessed when he wholeheartedly believed the oath or the promise for Elohim that they would possess the land no matter what the obstacles might be. The numbers that are contained in the letters of the name Caleb tell us even more. Kof is the number 20, which is the picture of redemption. Lamed is the number 30, which points to a blood sacrifice. Bait is the number two and refers to um, God, the son or Yahusha. With this, we can conclude that Caleb, the man who is all heart for Yahweh, will be rewarded in the blood sacrifice of Yahusha, God, the son, with the promise of redemption by the work of Messiah. He will inherit more than just the land in Canaan. But now we come to the final unexpected twist to this account. If we skip ahead to Joshua chapter 21, verse 10 through 12, we see how the allotment of the land proceeds. So reading those verses, which the children of Aaron being the families of the Kohathites, who were of the children of Levi had, for theirs was the first lot. And they gave them the city of Arba, the father of Anak, which city is Hebron in the hill country of Judea with the suburbs thereof round about. But the fields of the city and the villages thereof gave they to Caleb, the son of Yephunah for his possession. So did you catch what happened here? Joshua, the leader of the nation of Israel, gave Hebron to Caleb, who battled for it and conquered it. No one could have taken Hebron away from Caleb after being given to it, given it by Joshua. So he must have willingly given it back. Here we see that his heart was never in this particular earthly reward. He gave Hebron back to the control of Joshua and it was given by lot to the Levites. Caleb was content to give up what he deserved and what he had faithfully earned. He instead satisfied himself with what he would be given by Elohim, whatever that might be. As the letters in his name suggested, Caleb was willing to give the control of all in his grasp to the authority of the Son of God, who we know as Yahusha HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah. Yahusha gave himself as the blood sacrifice for our redemption and promises a future reward far beyond what we have here now for those whose hearts are completely turned towards him. Caleb chose to be covered by the authority and leadership of Yahusha, the son of God. So I just thought that was a great story and I just wanted to share it with you. I hope you guys enjoy it and that you are having a wonderful week. May Yahweh bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom.
Kiss the guilty world in 